Welcome, everybody, to the first episode of the Together Podcast. This is a podcast where two people will get together and talk about a Magic the Gathering. I will be playing the part of the noob, forever hopeful and uh, inspired and innocent. And each week I will invite one of my friends on to... Uh, to uh, play the part of the hardened veteran who likes to crush dreams and remind me that I still have a lot to learn. Uh, This week, we're going to have Sam King on. Sam always makes everybody uh, two cents richer (laughs) whenever it comes to things that he likes and things that he doesn't like. And it's for that reason that I've decided to go ahead and have him start the show for us. Uh, He's a good friend of mine. He's very knowledgeable of all things magic and... I think there's going to be a lot to learn and maybe not so much from me. Anyway, let's, you know what? Let's just go ahead and get, let's get started. That's the red player coming out in me, honestly. <laughs> like it's, it's emotion, react first, then go. Um, seeing y'all like come in and y'all are playing and then i finally well, considering like, that's my booth yeah that's I mean, <laughs> probably if I'm, if I'm here and i have a choice i'm in that booth anytime so. anytime i've come in here yeah you've been in that booth um but no i, I would see y'all play and um i was already i love board games and i had a huge collection anyway uh, seeing y'all like get together and, and play that even though it wasn't a board game like it was still a social interaction and like um, so it was something that I, that I got interested in. And you know what's weird is that I've been a lot of recently and ever since some of Dr. Thornhill's um, people have moved mm-hmm. that I've been the gateway to that group a lot. Like <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I brought Jared in. Um, I mean, Jude was already there, but, you know, and then I brought in a couple of the guys that come in every now and then, you yeah. know, not consistently, but you know David you know some, about, some of those kind of David. yeah we don't talk, <laughs> we don't talk about, about David, David. <laughs> but like you know um, still love the guy but yeah 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 still 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 yeah he's he, you know anytime that I have a chance to play with somebody you know it's uh, and have that social interaction it's it's good uh, even if it is a grind sometimes but um you the reason I wanted to have you come on first is because out of everybody in our group you tend to be the most uh, opinionated on something and so, man, I wish I could find. Let me, let me, let me see if I can go back here. Actually, I really don't know if that's if I should take that as a compliment. I'm going to. I'm going well, to take it as a compliment. Well, whether or not you take it as a compliment, you know, that's it's it's fine. But if I want an opinion on something, you're usually the first person I go to because you you give it so freely. You know, um, ideas are meant to be shared. I mean, yeah. hopefully, I don't always come off as negative about anything. But yeah. I mean, no, no, no. I mean, negative or not, you know, it's still, it's, it's an opinion. Let me see if I can find this, this, this text that we had a while back. Was Uh, it in our personal? No, no, it was, uh, of course not. It would be in the group. Let's see. So I was talking about what we're going to talk about today, which is brawl Uh and, uh, and asking who was excited about it. 
And so you're you're first. You were pretty much the first person to respond. And uh, this is this was your quote actually. It's just a new way for wizards to get people to waste money on a rotating format. And in quotes, EDH is very popular. How can we make more money off of it by ruining it? Okay. <laughs> so that 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 is why I wanted to ask you to come on because that was your first response. There was no, hey, yeah, you know, it's kind of cool. It was no. This is how I feel about it, and I'm going to give it to you right now. So I mean, you know, since since I sent that text, we've had a week to think about it. Do you still feel that way? Do you still feel like this is something that's going to ruin Commander? No, I don't think it's going to ruin Commander. I think any format that it is going to be promoted should be able to stand on its own two feet and whether or not brawl like wizards inadvertently did this or whether they did it on purpose they're essentially riding the coattails of the rising popularity of edh okay yeah i like new formats i do um i was excited for frontier i thought not because i would personally play it i probably wouldn't have played it i would have Maybe played it a couple times just to see how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but lo and behold, it's, it started in 2015, and it made it about a year and a half, two years. And then there's not, no one even talking about Frontier anymore. So I didn't know it was a thing. Yeah, That's essentially, yeah, Frontier was just ago. like a new modern. Modern was, has a cutoff date mm-hmm. of 8th edition, and then that goes to what is currently in standard. And so that's what modern is. And it's, that's how we differentiate between legacy and vintage and modern. So Frontier was supposed to be Origins, essentially, I believe. Um, origins and up to standard was the, new, was the cutoff of what cards were legal in this new format. And so uh, it caught on for a little bit, you know. It was saw some fringe play, and even in some local game stores around the country, they had tournaments. But eventually, it just w- wasn't that fun because of various things that were bad about the format. Um, a lot of people wanted uh, like the the cons, fetch lands, and stuff, and some a lot of people didn't want it in there, and we're glad it's not. Mm-hmm. But it caused such a division that it ended up just dying. And I don't want that to happen to Brawl. I want it to be a healthy format. Um, But I don't see as a standard rotation as being... If you're trying to draw like EDH players in, I don't see that as a good thing to... That is a minus. Right. Now, I'm not saying that it's a bad thing in general. I think rotation and limitations would be good for Brawl. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's where I'm at. I, I, I'm not a negative against Brawl. I just see a lot of problems with it. So, so that rotation is, is essentially, you think, um, that's the biggest problem as far as what's going to decide if somebody wants to come in and play it or not, or? Well, uh, it's rotation is a twofold thing. Mm -hmm. Um, not only does it mean that you're going to be buying cards that will eventually, rotate out and again it's not so much that you're wasting them like you can still use them in commander you can i mean but it's less likely because you have to pull more cards from a smaller pool Mm -hmm. you're going to be have to buy more cards that won't be useful in commander so you're you could put them into a cube or draft or whatever and like they're not useless 
but they're just less like you might have to branch out into other things like cube or stuff like that. Yeah. And that's, that's fine. And I, again, that, that is, can be considered a good thing. Yeah. But for a lot of people, it's a barrier. Well, it starts I, out as a barrier. Yeah. And I'll be honest, a lot of the commander players that I've, I've met, like only play commander, you know, like I, when I go to the game, when I go to the game store and you know, they're, they're you only playing, playing yeah, they're draft or... you know, and, and, and that's what I do. I love draft and I love standard um, mm-hmm. because I love, I, I love the, I love the limitations of it um, as a new player, you mm-hmm. know, uh, it's like you give people free will, <laughs> you know, and they don't know what to do with it, but you give them uh, some guidelines and it's like, okay, I can, I can handle this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause whenever I first came into stand to, into commander with y'all, I was a fish, you know, out of yeah. water. Like I would just, I had no idea what to do. Oh yeah. And it's totally unfair for someone who's new to magic mm-hmm. to play, just go straight into a set in or a, a set group of people that have been playing together for a long time and ED and playing EDH especially. Yeah. It would be like going into a group that plays legacy and it's just, it's mind boggling what, Things like because there's rules interactions and mm-hmm. there's uh, minutia that come in, comes into play with Commander that you don't see in anything other than eternal formats. Yeah, and so like you get cards like Oubliette. Well, maybe not Oubliette and Commander, but uh, that it's such a weird card. It's essentially like Journey to Nowhere, but any counters that are on the creature that you're exiling stay on that cr- creature. It's really weird. It's almost like phasing, but like that's the type of card that you know a new person would come in and say, first of all, it's a wall of text on the card, and then you're like, I don't know what this card does, and even, like I looked at it recently and I was like, I have no idea what this card does. Yeah, so it's not a card so, that I'll be getting anytime soon. Probably no. <clears throat> I like to stick with cards that uh, that are pretty specific in what they do. Yeah. Um, even new, uh, even new um, um, effects and new. Um, interactions yeah and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. yeah yeah they scare me because i'm like okay so how do you do this like uh what was the new one um ascend yes ascend new, and that's a, that is a weird one you know i was like okay uh so you know do you get this for the whole for the rest of the time like while you're playing yep. it yeah you, you know you do but, but I think it like, like it feels like if you lose your like you're not you go down to nine permanents you feel like you should lose it right 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 and that's what i was doing for like the first five games that i <laughs> played too yeah, so I that, you know that might have been why i lost you know in pre-release or whatever, but yeah. uh, it's all right. Or you just built janky decks. <laughs> my, my decks are awesome. My decks are so cool. Sorry, I have to give you a little bit of. <laughs> I do. I have a uh, so, yeah. When I when I go to a pre-release, what I do is uh, I buy Jared like a Coke uh-huh. or a pizza or something, and then I'm like, build my deck for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even that. I'm not even that bad, man. <laughs> well, usually, actually, okay. So let me let me hold on. Hold on. What I actually do, and this is even more sleazy. All right, is I take my son with me, and I get him to make my son's deck, so that he's already eased into the idea that he's going to have to make a deck, and then I have him you make are, my deck. You know what? Admiral Beckett Brass is perfect for you as a commander because you are so manipulative. It's great how manipulative you are, and I appreciate that. <laughs> Um, being the guy who uh, I'm the combo player and I'm also the 
in our EDH group, I'm the guy who likes to try and manipulate people outside it, like without using cards. Essentially, yeah. be like, "Hey, man, you know, I, I'm just sitting here doing nothing. Come on, don't, don't, don't just straight up attack me for no reason." And the hard part is because Jared, when Jared's there, he's like, "No, you're getting. You, I know what you're doing. Get out of here." Yeah. So yeah, because yeah, Jared usually tells me to attack you or do something, and I'm like, "No, I don't think that's the way this one's going to work this time around." And then, yeah, I end up and then I end up just later. comboing off a yeah, couple turns. Yeah. Uh, later. I still haven't learned my lesson yet. Yeah. But um, cool. Well, I mean, it sounds like you've 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 kind of maybe come around a little bit to to the potential that brawl holds. Um, and for me, I think um, I'm really excited about it. I really am. Um, I like I said, I like that there's limitations, so I like the rotation aspect of it because standard really is um, I think my favorite format. And that's that's only because I do not have a wall dedicated to magic cards okay like when we go over to you know doc, to to Thornhill. chris's house at thornhill's house right mm-hmm. you know he's got boxes and boxes and boxes of some cards that are so old you know it's and like he and chris williams are the only ones that have that and chris got rid of his as you know so yeah chris williams and yeah. so you know yeah that he's honestly in general, like if you took a, 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 a idea of who people are in Magic mm-hmm. and how many people are like Doctor Thornhill, one out of ten at the most, yeah. like because most of those people who have that wall, they're collectors. Mm-hmm. They don't play the magic the game anymore. Yeah. Um, or they're like Doctor Thornhill and they play completely casually. Yeah, yeah. Because when I go over to Chris's house, like even though. He has all those cards, and even though he has a huge collection of them, he's definitely like I. I go over to his house, and he has a deck, and he's putting a new deck together, or he's tearing a deck apart, you know, and putting in pieces of it. So he's constantly he's he's definitely still still playing, and um, he's somebody I hope to have on this podcast uh, at some point in time too, because I think there's a lot of knowledge there that could could potentially um, bounce off of me. Because it won't be absorbed by any any means at all. (laughs) The only reason I am the way I am is because I've been playing with Dr. Thornhill so long Mm -hmm. that he drives me to be a better player. Yeah. Because I just got stomped by him all the time. Yeah. And so I'm not like, okay, one reason I don't like standard is because I am not a very like competitive I, I i can be competitive but i prefer it to be more of a social thing that's why i like board games mm-hmm. i like being competitive with board games but like one-on-one i'm not competitive i don't like that kind of competition okay. and especially like trying to go win a prize i don't care about prizes yeah i care about having a good time and being creating something that is different and weird and then it just snowballs into this avalanche that I get to say, yes, it finally worked. Yeah. And that's why EDH lends itself to that. You know, like it's because it's so wide open, it's, it works that way. If you were looking at building a brawl deck, who would you be looking at as, as your, in your command zone? Well, I have two. Um, first one is Muldrotha the Gravetide. Um, I have a deck that's very similar to this in Commander. It's the Gitrog Monster. Okay. And you, re- you remember that one. It's all about taking lands and getting value from lands going to the graveyard. And so, um, and then I have lots of ways of getting them back out of the graveyard and then replaying them and all that. So this one says, for uh, it's Muldroth of the Gravetide, three colorless, a black, a green, and a blue. So six mana for a legendary elemental avatar. 
during each of your turns, you may play up to one permanent of each card type, or no, sorry, each permanent type from your graveyard. So essentially no instants or sorceries, but you can play sagas, which are enchantments. So um, you can play artifacts, you can play creatures, okay. and you can play planeswalkers, and you can play lands. Those are the types you can play with this, and you can play one of each of those. So essentially, you know, five or six types of cards you can play from your graveyard on your turn. That is such an amazing value, and it's a six-six for six, no keyword abilities, and so you're gonna have to build this graveyard engine around it and uh, luckily it's in green so there's a lot of you have like the Ramanop excavator that allows you to play a land from your graveyard and so I right now I don't see a whole lot of payoff mm -hmm. for Muldratha there's some but uh, we're gonna have to see again it could be like things front with eternalize or stuff like that I'm not sure I, I haven't looked that deep into it I've also looked at this card for commander yeah in general but then the other one and this is the one I'm probably leaning more towards because I am a tribal like the wizard tribe is just I love the wizard tribe in general so it's really fun but um, I, don't, I don't like them at all I hate them actually. <laughs> I can understand. I hate them all. They, uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Anytime I go up against a wizard deck, it's not fun for me. Um, Adeliz? Adeliz? Uh, I'm not sure about the pronunciation. It's Adeliz the Cinder uh, Wind, and it's one, a blue, and a red. So real cheap, flying, uh, haste, human wizard. And whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, wizards, all of your wizards you control get plus one, plus one. So it's a global prowess ability. And one of my first tries at a semi-standard deck recently was a red-blue spell-slinger cantropy deck. And it was all about prowess and attacking and then giving my creatures double strike and killing the person. And it was terrible. <laughs> but um, I don't know how well that one will work either. Uh, she's also a 2-2, two -two, so... Uh, but uh, red blue is where I'm at in my you know general like I would say I'm a Grixis player yeah. at heart you know I have more Grixis decks than I do any other type. So those are the two I'm looking at some like wizard tribal shenanigans with some maybe unblockability and kind of as aggro as you can get in brawl. Yeah, yeah. So uh, and then just hopefully have some spell slinging to sustain me through the some mid game and hopefully it doesn't go past that probably will because it's brawl you know the most i've looked into it really um I'm, I'm, i want to see what they're going to come out with in the dominaria set because it's supposed to have you know all, some some more legendary creatures <laughs> and, oh yeah and both of those are from the dominaria yeah yeah so yeah and oh yeah this is the like i i think that this is the perfect time to try out brawl mm -hmm. there's a, a gratuitous amount of uh, legendary permanents that you and legendary creatures and planeswalkers that you could have as your brawl commander, and um, I think it'll be interesting. Um, I don't know if any of the planeswalkers are going to be worthy of like just running in a deck as the commander, but I mean, most of them look like they'll be difficult to build around. Yeah. But there's plenty of other things. There's, there's just a gratuitous amount of options for 
anybody. And of course, I'm excited because EDH is getting a massive boost for uh, thanks to Dominaria. So it'll yeah, be, yeah, there are some. It's a brewer's holiday right now. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so I I I bought the pre order, okay, because uh, I was excited about Brawl, and you know they were heavily promoting it with the. Uh, Fire song and sun speaker. Yeah, those. That the BioBox promo. Yes, and um, you know, I was like, okay, cool. That's going to be my first brawl deck. But now, looking at it, um, I can see that the brawl deck that I had envisioned is not going to work anymore because there's a lot of cards. There's not a lot of cards. <laughs> let's let's be let let me put it a different way. Yeah, there's not a lot of cards that are going to work with it that I think are going to work with it anyway. Maybe if it was a wizard, it'd be better. I hate wizards. I know, but wizard bolt is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's definitely a social aspect to playing the game. I enjoy standard because I, I sit across from somebody and I play I play somebody. But I also enjoy Commander because of that social aspect. You know, like I like playing with you guys. Um, and I think that brawl could be that easy melding of the two where it can be more competitive and but it doesn't feel overwhelming like competitive edh because mm-hmm. competitive edh is just pretty much just a degenerate and uh not fun when you're uh you have to be a specific type of person to like that kind of fun mm-hmm. and i'm one of those people but you know that's a whole different story yeah don't dig into that psychologically <laughs> but um and then I think that it also lends to that social aspect that is EDH and multiplayer gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be both competitive and um, and you know social. Gotcha. And so I think that's what I like most about it. It's that flexible format that's a gateway drug to EDH. I see a lot of potential for it, but um, my problem with is, is the rotation. And I think that the rotation should be... Um, Less of a like a less of a standard rotation and more like a commander specific identity. Okay. Um. So, in whatever your commander was legal in, what like three sets before it and three sets afterwards, you get all of those cards. So 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 lengthening the rotation basically. Oh, it lengthens it, but it still has a specific cutoff. Okay. And um. I think that would be healthy for the format and then um, it gives it more breadth because once we start running out of or once wizard starts stops printing the massive amount of legendaries like they are in dominaria right now mm-hmm. that it becomes easier to solve the format i think that brawl dies when it solves the format well i think uh we're gonna have to leave it there um just because we are out of time at the moment but Thank you all for listening. Um, Support your local game stores. And remember, guys, that it is just a game.